Welcome back. I am so excited, y'all. Like, y'all gonna hear a lot of excitement in my voice in this season. It's been a while. I took a while off, but welcome back to Kicking It With Kelsey. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Just a short recap from the last episode. I pretty much just caught everybody up. I had a lot of people asking, you know, what have you been doing over this year? You know, you moved to Houston. I've been kind of quiet. I took some time off, you know, for the sake of self-love and (laughs) self-care. Nothing wrong with that. Um, But definitely, you know, check that episode out. I feel like this um, topic that we're going into today is like perfect because it was something that I had to, you know, learn. And it was a part of my healing process and a part of the reason why I had to take that year off to kind of, you know, get back to myself and focus on me and what, you know, my goals were and what my purpose was. So, Um, Today's episode, we are going to be talking about how you can take control of your life by setting boundaries. And um, the guest that I have today is like a long term friend. Like we've known each other since sheesh, like sandbox days, (laughs) dang near. But um, I think that this topic is something that she can really, you know, something that resonates with her. I've seen her speak on it a lot of times and just like watching her life, you know, over these years and seeing how she's been able to implement these boundaries in her life um, was super inspiring to me. So Deja Jones, I'm going to let you introduce yourself briefly and then we're going to hop right into it. Hi, everybody. My name is Daisha Jones. Um, I have a blog called Dear Daisha, where I pretty much share my experiences throughout life, um, cooking, parenting, and my journey through self-love um and boundaries was something that I had to learn through therapy because it was really like ruining my life not having boundaries Mm, okay so definitely the same um and I think this is something that y'all gonna hear me like reiterate so much like I'm a huge advocate for therapy because it's some things that You can't unpack or understand like on your own. So like sometimes it's okay. It don't make you crazy. It don't make you less than. But literally it's things that I've learned through therapy that a book has not taught me, that life experiences has not taught me. So yeah, I'm a huge advocate for therapy. So um, I feel like we're going to be sharing a lot of information (laughs) in this episode. So I wanted to like kind of... Like make it, you know, break it down a little bit. So I created these six laws of healthy boundaries. So get your pen and your pad real quick because I need y'all to write these down. (laughs) Damn, no, no. It's like, no. So um, the first one is stop overextending yourself. Stop overextending yourself. That's law number one. Law number two is learn how to say no. Learn how to say no. Yes. Number three is categorize your connections and your friendships. And this one is so important. Like, I can't even wait to talk about that one, to break that down. Categorize your connections and your friendships. Number four, don't be too available. Don't be too available. (laughs) Number five, never go against yourself for others. Not for your family, not for your friends. I know that, you know, loyalty is big and everything, but sometimes we can overextend ourselves. So... Never go against yourself for others. And number six is respect the boundaries of others. So when you're finally able to, you know, um, create these boundaries for yourself, know that other people have have boundaries too. So and if you want them to respect yours, you got to practice like respecting the boundaries of other people as well. So um, the first one, 
Stop overextending yourself. That kind of go, <laughs> goes without saying, but I feel like for me, just speaking from, you know, personal experience, um, I mean, I, I have a gift, you know, and when your mm -hmm. gift and your purpose is in like helping other people and pouring it to other people, sometimes it's like that's all you're doing daily. You know, people are calling you for advice. People are, you know, calling you because they know that you're their go to and you're going to always be there. You're going to always show up. That is draining. Like, and I'm the one, like, anybody that knows me know, like, these past six years of me, you know, like, discovering my purpose and being a mentor and, you know, just being that person. If somebody need me to come speak at an event or help them with an event, I'm there. Yes. It's always yes, yes, yes. And that is draining. And it takes, like, the excitement out of, you know, being purposeful almost yeah. because you just be so worn out. So it's like, sometimes it's okay to not be, you know, not be able to show up. You know, or not be able to, like, it's okay. And we have to be okay with that being okay and not, you know, feeling bad when we have to, you know, set that boundary of being like, okay, now I'm just doing too much. I'm, my energy is here. My energy over there is there, there, there. Like, no, like, I, I got to keep some of that for myself too, so. I think that um, people don't realize that time is a boundary. Like, we... We have big projects sometimes. We have, um, we sometimes we need time to ourselves. So we'll do, we'll keep going and going and going and don't know that, okay, I need to take some time to pull back, center myself, make sure I'm okay. I can't do everything for everybody. So that, I don't think people realize that boundaries are, um, kind of where it says like this is me and this is you like I look at it like a fence mm -hmm. so it's like everything inside of my fence is me everything outside of my fence don't have nothing to do with me it's not my responsibility so if you're not okay you really can't do nothing for nobody else right. so you can't just extend yourself Right. So much. You've got to take time for yourself and be OK with that. That's like the, you know, the quote about like um, pouring from an empty cup. Yeah. You know, like your cup has to be full, too, in order for you to be able to even pour into somebody. So imagine trying to pour out from, you know, and you're empty yourself. And I've been there a year ago. I was there and it made me like just shut down, you know, yeah. and withdraw. And that's unhealthy. But I mean, I find joy in pouring into other people, you know, so it's like, but I still had to find a healthy boundary, you know, to be like, all right, well, I can pour and pour. But at some point, I'm going to have to take some time for me. And I'm sorry, I don't want y'all to feel bad and, and be unapologetic, you know, because like, I would really make that. myself feel bad. Like, dang, I didn't take their call. Like, ain't no telling what they they probably needed me to talk them off a building. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. No, like having to unlearn that. Like I'm not superwoman. You know, I'm still human. And we are, as human beings, we do need that time to resort back to ourselves so that we can then again continue, you know, to pour into other people. But we have to pour into us. Um, and that, I mean, here we go. Learn how to say no. That's number two. Woo. That's I feel hard like, for me. I feel like that's the hardest one for most people because um, they don't understand. They think like... Sometimes people make you feel bad for saying no. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, I know with me and my family, when I would say no, 
they would make me feel like I was being selfish for saying no. And in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I got to go or I got to do this because if I don't, everybody's going to be like, well, if you just being selfish, all you think about is yourself. And it's like, what if I'm not okay and I don't want to do it? Like Mm -hmm. this Christmas when, you know, everybody with the whole COVID situation and everything, you know, um, everybody was kind of like distance. Well, with my family, it was just like my immediate family, my grandma, my granddad and uh, my mom and brother or whatever and my children. And I didn't want to leave the house. We were supposed to go to my grandma's house. I was like, I don't want to leave the house this Christmas. Like, I really just want to stay in. Like, that's not how I'm feeling. And that was that. And they were like, well, you got to go. They're going to be mad at you if you don't go. I'm like, I don't have to go. Like, <laughs> it's my choice. And explaining that to other people, like, it's okay for me to say, no, it don't mean I don't love you. It don't mean that um, I don't care about, you know, what you're going through. But I'm responsible for me and how I feel and taking care of myself. And if I don't feel okay or I don't feel like that's not what I want to do, I'm not doing it. That's it. And that's, yeah, that's, and that's, it should be like that. And I think that comes from um, taking time to really like dig into yourself, you know, and, and learning more about who you are and, you know, like, as long as you know in your heart that you're not doing this to be selfish, you know, you you know who you are, you're tired. Today is not that day, and we have those days. So learning how to be able to just be okay with that and to sit in that and, and not care what anybody else has to say about it, that's creating a healthy boundary. I have to, like, teach my – I'm constantly teaching my children that. Like, yeah. it's okay for someone to tell you no – and that no is a complete sentence. I don't have to tell you why or um, I don't have to explain anything to you. I can, but I don't have to. It's that's just like even with like no stop, you know, all those things like it's like, oh, but I allow my children to do it, too, because I don't want them to go out and feel like, um saying no is a bad thing or, you know, um, that others can just do whatever they want to do or say whatever. And they just have to be like manipulated or exploited into saying no. Like, no, you can say no to people. They tell me no. If I say, can you go get me a drink of water? They'll, "Mm, no. (laughs) It's a difference between telling, between me making you you me telling you to do something you got to clean your room you don't have a choice you got to clean your room yeah. that's just what you have to do then me asking you to do something for me that I really can do for myself you know what i'm saying that's like right. it's it's hard for people especially i feel like the way we were raised mm-hmm. it's like, it like don't, don't talk back no. yeah. don't say no no is being disrespectful saying you don't agree with something is disrespectful and that's a good point because when it comes to like being a parent definitely in the way that we were raised it was like we couldn't tell our parents no but the, the thing that's toxic beat. in that with you know raising children is that we're living in a very crazy world so if we we instill in our children that it's not okay to say no to an adult figure what happens if they're being abused or, you know, someone touches them inappropriately or they're they being sexually like they abused? No. They don't feel like they, they're, you know, seen or, you know, um, adequate enough as a child to tell an adult figure or someone that's older than them no. 
when yes, you can, you know, so that I love that so much. And I feel like as parents, as young parents, we have to unlearn that, you know, what we were raised upon. And yes, we do need to teach our children that it's okay to say no um, with something that you're uncomfortable with. And that starts at home. You're absolutely right. If I could, if I'm sitting in my bed and my baby in the front room and I tell her, hey, all right, come in here and cut the light off. Can you cut the light off for me? And I'm in my bed and I can cut it off myself. She can be like, mama, no. And I will have no problem with that, you know, yeah. because I want her to, you know, understand that even as a child. And the like, first time they practice it is at home. Mm-hmm. So if they if they don't feel safe to say no at home, they're not going to feel safe to say no anywhere mm-hmm. else. Absolutely. Because it makes you feel like, you know, they have to know that even when they say no to you, that you're still going to love them. And you're not going to be angry with them. Now, it's times that inside, you know, when you really don't feel like doing something, you're like, you know, you can just go get me the water. My kids get a kick out of just being like, oh, she just said, can you? Nope. I can't do it. And I have to explain that. Like, you don't have to just, yeah. you know, say no, because it's, oh, I can tell mommy no. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not that. But I do want you to know that if someone tells you, get out of my room. It's their room. That's their property. That's the only property they got in this house. They can't tell me to get out the room because I'm paying all the bills in here. (laughs) But Braylon, you got to get out, you know, because you have to you have to understand that um, when you tell somebody no or what you don't like, that's a clear message of how to conduct a relationship with you. Yeah. And. Once, once you don't, once you can't do that, like if you can't, if you can't respect the fact that I'm saying no to you and be fine with that, then you don't really love me the way you say you love me. You know what I'm saying? So I got a question. So at what point in your journey, in your life did you feel like the lack of, you know, boundaries were like affecting your life? Like when, when, when was your breaking point to be like, okay, like, no, this got to stop. It's something that I'm doing wrong here that I need to do differently. I was depressed. Like, I couldn't get myself. I felt like I was, like, in a ditch, and I really just couldn't figure out, like, how to get out of it. And um, when I went to therapy, my very first session, I just spilled out my guts, everything that was going on. And after I said everything, she was like, your problem is you don't have any boundaries. Mm -hmm. You're letting everybody else control your life. And the fact that... um, you're, you're suffering because you're doing what everybody else wants you to do. And that's what it was. I felt like with my grandma that I had to, she was critical. You know, she did her best, but you have to like look at where other people, you know, like come from, like their background, their pain. Sometimes they don't heal through stuff. And a lot of times with boundaries, people just don't know. Like they don't know that it's a thing. So you can't really fault nobody for something that they didn't know. I didn't know that I wasn't establishing boundaries. It was things that I did that later I was like, oh, you know, that was kind of like a boundary, like distance. I had to completely distance myself from people. And it wasn't to be like, oh, I don't like you no more. Because that's the first thing people are like, oh, she don't miss with me no more. Or they ain't talking to me right now or Whatever, but it was for me. Like I had to distance myself because I needed to learn how to establish boundaries. I needed to be like when people weren't respecting my boundaries, I need to be like, all right, I'm gonna back away. 
when you learn to respect my boundaries, then we can revisit having a relationship. But if you can't do that, then I'm going to stay over here and you're going to stay over there. You're not going to have access to me if you can't respect the rules right. to my property, which is me. I think that me. comes with like, um, like a lot of people can fall into being like people pleasers. Mm -hmm. um, and I find myself being that way me a too. lot. And it's like, cause you, cause I mean, I don't know. Like I always, I never wanted to seem like I was just too like unavailable for everybody. Like, cause anybody who know me knows at, at heart, I'm a true introvert. Like I can spend mm -hmm. all my time by myself. I don't have to talk to nobody. It's like, it's my little bubble and that's it. So like, I just felt like that was a bad thing. You know, like, because people would make you feel like that. Like, oh, you mean. They make or, you feel like you're selfish or you're right. just being. But understanding myself, like, but that comes with you having, like, again, having a deeper understanding of yourself, you know, and pleasing people is so toxic. Definitely when that's all you're ever doing. Like, you always saying yes, you always there. That's toxic. Like, I should add that on one of my laws. Don't be a people pleaser because it'll always drain you. It'll always drain you. So the third one, this is a good one. Um, categorize your connections. When I say that, um, it's kind of like for with friendships and like, you know, your family or whoever, like being able to categorize what people in your, li your life and what parts they play in your life. Because you might have a friend who is a friend to just hang out with. You know, mm -hmm. that might be your thing. But you're sharing, oversharing with them, you know, or you're telling them too much about your life or they're telling you too much about their life. And it's like, that's not what that connection is meant for. And then you have friends who, you know, are allocated in your life for that. You have to be able to categorize them. And I feel like that'll take away a lot of like, you know, the boundary thing, because I know it's some people who in my life, like everybody just feel like they're, they're comfortable enough with me to be able to share. And that's okay. I love that. You know, I love that I have a yeah, welcoming I'm spirit. Like I love that people can trust me. I, you know, I love that I'm trustworthy. But at the same time, it's like, I only know you for, knew you for two weeks. Like, I'm not here to help you unpack your trauma from third grade. Like, it's that's heavy. So it's like, I feel like we have to set those boundaries, too, in our friendships because... At this stage in my life, like the only thing I really got for a lot of people is helping them find a therapist because right. I've been that person for so long for everybody that it was like it just drained me. Yeah, completely. So um, in creating, though, you know, that category, it's like I feel like that's a way to set a healthy boundary because it's like you're not just oversharing everywhere or you're not just putting people in a place that they can't, you know, upstand because that's not what they were meant for. And that'll like, that'll drain you as well. So it's like, no, like if you need people in your life who you, you can, you know, vent to or whatever, like you have to make sure that it's, you know, in a safe space. Yeah. Basically. Like everybody boundaries is for everybody, like everybody in my life, there's boundaries. And I think people expect, especially with relationships, friendships, people expect you to, I have a lot of people, like you said, that talk to me and they like, I can talk to you about anything. You make me feel comfortable. You make me feel safe. That's cool. I don't feel that way about everybody that share yes. with me. 
And it's nothing wrong with that. Like, I have friends. You're who I travel with, you know? That's our thing. You're the person that I can confide in. You're the person I talk to about parenting because I think you're a great mom. I trust what you have to say, you know? That's my relationship with you. Um, We hang out, you know? We gonna have some fun together, whatever. Let's go have some drinks, whatever. You are the person that, you know, the, I feel, you know, like if I'm spiritually, like I need to talk to somebody, some people that's in my life that it's just like, I know I can go to them and it'll be uh like, they'll help me heal or get to a better place. You know what I'm saying? It's everybody has a certain role to play in your, in your life. And, um, you have to let them know just even like social media, like you got to establish boundaries there because people just be feeling like everybody just feel like they got access to you. They can say whatever they, they can, can do, say, whatever. They can just be all in your like, business. No, like, no, no, that's not you. Yeah. I mean, I feel you like that's just your, the, you that's the world the we're in now. Like everybody is oversharing. They're oversharing every little piece and like point of their life. And you got to create boundaries there, too, because it's like you want to be a private person and you don't want nobody in your business or you don't want nobody having a, you know, being able to say say anything about you or whatever. But it's like you're the one who put this information out there. I have stuff that I keep to myself. You have and, to. And sometimes, you know how, like, information, like something like get out, like if if I go through something with you and I never say nothing about it, but... You know, you might have said something about it and it ended up getting out. And then other people, well, why you didn't share that information with me? I didn't want to share it with nobody. <laughs> right. That person was just there. Like, like I didn't it's want just nobody really not to know. Business. Like, and then that's another thing. Like, it's okay to have a private life. Okay, that's a boundary in itself. Like, I feel like I'm one of the most mysterious people ever because nobody ever knows who I'm dating. Nobody ever knows, like, what I'm doing, how I make money, where I work. Like, but people right. always want to know this information. And it's like, they're like, oh, you see, I've had literally had friends like, oh, you're not my real friend because you're too secretive. Or I don't know where you live. I've never been in your house. Or who are you dating? And it's like. It's not a secret. It's just not your business. Apparently, I don't hold you in that space in my life where I feel comfortable sharing this sacred information with you. Even if it's stuff that, like, you know, like, with my best friend, it's some stuff that just be like, I don't want nobody to know this. But I know for a fact she will never tell none of my business. Like, Mm -hmm. the most loyal person ever. You know what I'm saying? But it's some stuff just like, I just don't want nobody to notice. You know and what I'm saying? And that's okay. That's the thing. We and should it don't not mean feel that like I'm... we have to share every little detail of our life with anybody, our mama, our daddy, our whoever. And I tell people all the time, like, it don't have nothing to do with the fact. Like, I didn't share that because I was embarrassed by it or I didn't even know that, you know, like it hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I didn't want to relive the moment. It's something like, it's, that's just going to the grave with me. And I'm sorry. If you feel like I ain't t- Why you ain't tell me? Because I didn't tell it's nobody. It's not your business. Like, it's, it's, okay. it's okay to keep some stuff to yourself. Overall, just don't let other people make you feel bad for creating those boundaries. Mm-hmm. And another thing, like, <clears throat> just a note that I forgot to mention when we were talking about, like, Um, our connections like this is something that 
me and one of my close friends, like this is something we started like some years ago. But I need people to normalize, like before you call somebody and vent to them or ask them for something, like ask them how they're doing first. Ask them, are they in a mental space to be able to receive whatever it is that you're about to tell them? Don't just call and dump all of this energy off onto someone. You don't know. They can be like in the middle of a something crazy. You just don't know how somebody is feeling. So it's like I try to like if something really is going on with me and like I just need to talk to somebody, I'll call my friend. I'm like, hey, how you feeling right now? You got a minute? And then I'll start talking. But like I literally have people who will call me like in a frantic I'm on my way to a, a interview or something. Like they like, oh my God, this just happened. Like I need some advice. And it's like, dang, you just threw my whole thought and focus off of off something that was very important to me in this moment because you didn't even respect a boundary. Like that's a boundary you have to set between your friends too, you know, like, or between anybody. Mm-hmm. Like at the very least, if you know that I'm that person for you, normalize just, it takes two seconds. How you doing? You know, mm-hmm. like what's going, what's up with you before you just start venting? I think that that's very healthy. Yeah, people gotta realize you. Whatever you feel like you need, and I always look at it like property rules. If that's how you feel most comfortable with, I mean, if that's what makes you feel better, you can create any boundary that you want to create. It's your world. You know what I'm saying? And if that's what you need, that's what you got to do. If you don't want to do that, then you don't have to talk to me. You don't got to deal with me. You don't have to vent to me. And I think it it, it improves, like, the quality, you know, of your life, like, mentally, you know, emotionally, socially. Like, it it really does. So, like, because I could just think about before I even knew that the that boundaries and stuff was a thing, like how overwhelmed and drained I felt when I was, you know, doing everything to please people, when I was never saying no, when I was always there, when I just, like, and that's for everybody. Like, I really got to the point, and this is my favorite boundary now. Like, if I'm on the phone with somebody and I feel like they're being negative or just, like, complaining too much, I'll get off the phone. I'll be like, look, I got to handle something real quick. You know, like, let me talk to you another time. And before I wouldn't do that, I'll just, and I mean, this is like family, grandma, whoever, like if you are on my line and you're being a Debbie Downer and you're not trying to come up with a solution, I'm going to get off the phone. I used to just sit and just be an ear and just let people just talk and just dump all this on me and just at the end of the day, be like, oh my God, now you're wondering why you feeling so stressed out and you drained and you don't have no energy to complete your own tasks. It's because you've let so many people deposit this energy onto you and project all of their fears and all of their disappointments and all of their anger. They're depositing this and projecting it all on you. And now it's become a part of you and your problems. And one thing I did, this to go back to like when you was talking about oversharing, I said, I, I have, you know, I have a blog when you remember when I can talk about it now, I got permission, <laughs> but when Bree shaved her eyebrows. Oh yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> I put that, I shared the blog, I wrote the blog, put the blog out there. She subscribed to my blog. Had no idea that she was a subscriber. So she sees it and it tells you at the, how many views it had. And she was in tears. Like, I cannot Aww. believe you told my business. And I'm like, you're a kid. Like, what business you got? <laughs> and she was like, you don't know if I wanted the whole world. Like, this is embarrassing. And... Aww. As funny as it was that she shaved her eyebrows and she looked a mess, but 
I had to be like, dang, like I wouldn't want nobody to just put my business out there without talking to me. And she had her rule. She was like, if you're going to share something about me on social media or whatever, ask me first. And I was like, I'm not about to ask no kid. Like, can I, this is like your life, my life. What you mean? And I was like, okay, because I wouldn't want to. But I was happy that she felt safe enough to be like, my, I didn't like that. And I want you to take it down. And I'm like, well, it's. It's up there. Like, I really don't want to take it down. We literally had to have a conversation about that. And she was like, don't share the stuff that's about me without talking to me about it because you're not me and you don't know how that makes me feel. Brie has a different type of kid. And too, I was though. like, She's super mature okay, for age. okay. Yeah. But we have boundary lessons. Like, it's yeah. like, okay, we have to, we have times where we just talk about, you know, these are boundaries because they just be feeling like, you know, I can say and do. They don't want me to tell their business. They would tell me, like, Braylon do the same thing. Don't tell nobody I got in trouble for that. Well, I need to talk to my <laughs> friends about this to see what I should do. No, that's my business. And I got to I gotta sit on that and be like, all right, well, you know, I can't say nothing. Right. I guess I'm going to have to go to you, God, with this one because <laughs> I want them to trust me and feel safe, too. Yeah, and that's true. Um, that's and that's good, you know. Like starting that off early, like I didn't have this type of parenting, you know. So I've like, it was just like, no, I said what I said. You have to do this. It's no, you can't question anything. You don't have an opinion. Like none of that was a part of my upbringing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people can, you know, attest to that as well. So it's like instilling that in our children at an early age, it's like it's so powerful. Yeah. They're not going to know if you don't. Yeah. Um, so this next one is don't be too available. So I'm gonna, we're going to do these two together because I think that these show up more so like in dating and like in relationships. And I really mm-hmm. want to talk about that. So don't be too available and never go against yourself for others. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think that um, that kind of show up like in my life and like dating and like relationships because I always feel like I won't say I give too much of myself but like sometimes I just be wanting to be alone and that's okay so I feel like we have to be able to create those boundaries in our intimate relationships as well because if not like definitely with me being an introvert like I really be needing people to understand that like no I, it's not that I don't like you no more or I hate you today I literally just want to be by myself I tell sometimes. people like I'm funny acting like I say that too like you're gonna have to just understand it's like. not it's not nothing you it's not you don't take it personal I will look at the phone and be like yeah I don't want to <laughs> I don't feel like that right now like and mm-mm. it's like it's almost like a, a un like a disclosed, like, hidden rule or something, like, when you're in a relationship that you're obligated to always pick up the phone and always be like, can I not, can we not chill today? Like, can you, can you not come over today? Like, is, is that okay? Like, that we have to normalize that being okay because that's a boundary and we're I'm not going obligated. Through that right now. Like, right. With, we're not married. We're not. We're not living not in the same house. It's with friends, too. Like, right yeah. now, for me, I have a friend that, like, I've been calling her, texting. She hasn't been, like, responding. She, like, like it. or And I'm like, <laughs> okay. 
But you got to take them. And I had to say to myself, because the first thing you think is like, okay, what did I do to you? What's wrong with you? I know I did nothing to you. And I sent her a message and was like, you know, I don't know what you, what's going on or whatever, but I hope that you're okay. You know, I'm always here if you need me or whatever, but I'm going to give you your space because that's what it seems like you want right now. I'm always available for you. Love you. Kiss the baby, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't mad. Like, I don't, you know, if when she called me, when she ready to talk, it's going to be like nothing ever happened because I understand that sometimes I don't know what you're going through. You might not want to share that with me and that's fine, but I have to be able to be like, that don't have nothing to do with me and not get offended by it Mm -hmm. because a lot of times people get offended by the fact that you didn't answer the phone for them. And I have been, well, what you doing? Why you don't want to talk to me? Exactly. My best friend, Right when we went to New Year, she wanted to spend time with her family. And I was like, you know, like her little, her kid, her man. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, I was calling and she was like, yeah, not right now. Like, I'm not available. And I was like, ooh, sis trying to, okay. Like, let <laughs> Come me through with you, the healthy vibes. Let me leave you alone. But just know that you was not leaving me in 2020. I'm coming to 2021 with you. <laughs> Go ahead and have your few days. And I gave her about a week before I yeah. started back harassing her, like. Girl, yeah. what is you doing? It's enough family time that's now. That's true. That, yeah, definitely in friendships too because it, it just be the, the cause for me. Like, sometimes I just really don't be wanting to talk. Definitely if it's Anybody somebody who, me. like, they always got something, like, bad. Like, do you ever have a good day? Like, is there anything good going on in your life? Like, I get <laughs> so tired hearing that so it's like yeah some like i love you to death i'm gonna always love you but like some days but i really just need like a lot of times myself. like you if somebody is negative all of the time you have to find a caring loving way to say you're too negative how do you I say that to, like, I, you, you have to i had to tell a friend like i love you to death i don't ever want you to feel like i'm not here for you because i'm here for you but what you're going through and the fact that you're you keep choosing the same thing each time when you know better it's affecting like my me emotionally i don't want to have to live through that with you and be sad for you and think that you know what i'm saying it's kind of like have you ever had somebody that every time they'd be like i just feel like i'm gonna kill myself and it's like, okay, you be there and you all emotional. You're like, I don't want him to kill myself. I'm going to be there for him. And, you, mm-hmm. and then same thing. Oh, I just feel like I'm going to kill myself. Like, okay, you're trying to kill yourself too much. You never do it. It's just, I'm going to need you to call the hotline because I don't have the emotional Girl, capacity to, no, for real. Like, you yeah. are draining me. I, I can't handle that. You have to call somebody else. If you took the pills and you on your way, Call me and then I <laughs> can come point. and help save. But if it's just a thought in your head, like yeah. I need you to call your therapist. I can tell you about a good therapist. I need you to call. They got a suicide hotline. You know, you got to direct them somewhere else because yeah. I got kids and family. I don't want to be sitting here thinking like, oh my God, is they doing it? They're not answering yeah. the phone. I wonder if they okay. No, you just got to tell them. And I feel like people kind of get scared to like be clear with how they feel like, I don't want to talk to you. I will tell you. I just don't feel like talking right now. Why you don't feel like talking? Because I don't. And I don't want to hang up on you. So. Yeah. Bye.
Yeah, healthy. Like I said, like you said, boundaries are not, you know, like off limits for any connection. And um, it's, it's important, you know, with your children. It's important with your family members, with your friends. And like, like I said, I think one of the hardest ones for me was in relationships. So like, I kind of want to talk about that. Like, how do you like, what do healthy boundaries look like in a relationship? Well, one, you have to communicate what you like, what you don't like. And um, even everybody, just a sidebar, a great book for boundaries is called Boundaries. And it's by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. It is like amazing. Like, I feel like everybody should read the book. But it breaks down each boundaries in yourself, boundaries in your children, boundaries in relationships. And in relationships, you have to be honest. I don't like it when you yell at me. And you have to you have to bond first with the person before you get to establishing boundaries. Because if you come in like, I don't want you to do this, don't do this, don't do this. I'm going to be like, okay, I don't want to deal with you because that's, you got a lot. <laughs> and... And in a in a relationship, like getting in that getting to know you phase, I feel like you kind of like you slide the little boundaries in there. Like, yeah, you know, like a big thing for me is yelling at me. I don't like to argue. I don't like to yell. I don't like for you to pressure me when I say I don't want to talk about it right now. I'm going to communicate it with you. I'm going to tell you what's going on, but not right now. You know, it's like, no, tell me now. I want to know now. No. And it's you don't want to wait then. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't sense. got nothing for you. But you established that in the beginning. Like, this is what, or when it happens. I don't like that. That gives that person an opportunity to either respect your boundary and say, she don't like it when I yell at her. I'm not going to yell at her. Let me be calm. And I got a problem with yelling sometimes. So how can we work through this? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And... um. I feel like you just got to like lay down that foundation and then let them know, like, I'm not going to be available all of the time. I'm not being selfish. Sometimes you need time to yourself. Like, I don't want to sit up under you all day. Like, I hate when guys call me and be like, what was you doing? Why you answer the phone? Boy, I was busy. I wasn't talking. What? What? What's up? You not my daddy? My daddy can't even <laughs> call me and ask me, what was you doing? Minding my business, what you should be doing. Even just talking about all of this is just feels so calm. And that's how I know that, like, having healthy boundaries really do, like, improve your quality of life. Because you don't feel so on the edge all the time. You're not, like, you know, questioning yourself, like, oh, my God, should I have, should I have done this? Or should I have said not said this? Or... What, like, no, at all times, like, and follow your gut. Like, how if something makes you feel uncomfortable, if somebody makes you feel uncomfortable, like, if a conversation is making you feel uncomfortable, like, like if the way somebody touching you is making you feel uncomfortable, if something is too soon for you, and it's, like, no, like, I'll say tell that. you in a minute, I don't like that. <laughs> like, that's just, I blocked somebody yesterday, and he was all just like, well, I actually blocked him, like, a couple of days ago. He realized that he was blocked yesterday and <laughs> sent me a message on Instagram like, did you block me? She was I didn't respond. Oh, so you just not going to respond? Yes, I blocked you. 
Why I get blocked? Because you was you wasn't respecting my boundaries. I told you <laughs> that I didn't like that, and you did it again. Like you just well, it wasn't that big of a deal. Well, to me, it was. And since it's not to you, you need to go find somebody who like it when you do that. Because because it's not me. I'm not having it. You will get blocked so fast. My block list so long. Next. So what do you think? Because I'm trying to like. Because I can't even remember a time in my life that I've ever even had a conversation about boundaries. So I feel like even for the people I don't feel who like are it's listening, a conversation we it's have. not. It's so it's, not. Like, it's kind of you like just, a under, like, something that just lingers. And, it, and like I said, the most important, it starts at home. Like, if you have children, you have to, one, start setting some boundaries for yourself. Because we got to have boundaries for ourselves. Overeating, different stuff. You have to be like, okay, I'm not gonna eat that. I'm full. A boundary with food. You know what I'm saying? Too much money. Let me slow down. Yeah. So (laughs) I feel like it starts with us, but then we have to instill that in our children. And a lot of times, we look and we see we we mess stuff up because it's like, all right, like for me, growing up, my grandma felt like my grandma raised me, y'all. She felt like Same. she, <laughs> she felt like you know she the adult she could do whatever she want to do. When I had my own kids and moved out, she still felt like I'm the part, I'm the top. You still gotta listen to me. So it was you, you ever had like where your kids feel like they can tell on you or they can mm-hmm. like because the they make them feel like I'm the I'm the oldest and the biggest and mm-hmm. everything go through me. I had to. That's when I had to realize, like, okay, look, we need to establish a boundary. These are my kids. Mm -hmm. I had them. I pushed them out. You can't tell them what to do. You can't tell me what to do. Because, honestly, you're not even my mama. But we're not even (laughs) going to go there. But you have to show them because I tell tell people all the time, children are not going to listen to what you say. They listen to what you do. You have to model it. You have to set boundaries. You have to respect other people's boundaries. And then they see that and they're like, okay, I have to respect people's boundaries. I can say no. I can do this. And then it just goes on and on. You know what I'm saying? It's not nothing that it's never, I never had a conversation about boundaries ever. Like, a lot of people don't even know that they exist or that they're not respecting the boundary. It's like the lack of knowing. Like, they don't mm-hmm. know that it's a thing. The only, and the very first boundary is your skin. Like, your skin, it protects what's inside and it keeps certain things out. And one of the first things that the book said was a lot of people, especially people who were abused physically or sexually, they have trouble creating boundaries because they were told early on that it didn't stop at their skin. Like you could do whatever you wanted to my body. You could hit me. You can, you can, um, assault me. And after that, it's like, well, I don't really have control. Once you lose self-control and you think that, you know, everybody else can kind of like manipulate you, exploit you, do whatever. You don't, you don't say no. You don't, you easily pressured into stuff. And I was pressured into a lot of stuff that I just didn't want to do. And it was like, I don't really want to do that. 
but they not gonna love me. They gonna they it's don't want to be my so friend crazy no more. To me, how like if you really pay attention to like the patterns of your life, um, almost like the way that you show up in the world is is just connected to you know your childhood. You know and the things that you've experienced as a child or like through your teenage years. You gotta whatever it was. You gotta unpack all of it, man. Like I know for a fact, like the way that. I looked at, you know, friendships, relationships, like everything in my life was connected to how I was raised or like something that happened to me or, you know, like the feeling of abandonment. Like a lot of the things that I experienced as a child shows up. You can up trace it back. Now you can trace it back. So that's why I always tell people like, man, you got to go back to the root of those things and like really work through them and make sense of your personality and how it's connected to, you know, your trauma and the things that you've been through. Because otherwise, it's like you're just carrying this throughout your life and you're just like, no, this is just how I am. No, And I'm fix not, it. like, fix it. That's never going to be excused. Definitely when I know that I put in the work to, like, I've been through a lot. So the fact that I had to, like, dig deep and, like, take those moments to myself, like, and just cry and go to therapy and like really figure out like how all these things that I've been through show is showing up in my life and I'm not living a, a, a completely fulfilled life. I feel like everybody needs to do that because at this point, like I'm not even allowing people to come into my life unless I feel like, all right, are you unpacking this trauma? Because you're not about to be projecting that on me. And you don't even know. You don't know that the fact that you, you came from a broken home now, like in your relationships, you like you just automatically think everything is going to fail or whatever your limiting belief is. It came from somewhere. Some some type of seed was planted at some point in your life. And like you got to dig that up. You got to dig that up and do whatever you got to do to, you know, work through that so that you can your relationships and your friendships are flourish and your life. You know, like the way you show up in the world is so important. And I just don't feel like we should let our past shape us no longer like we're not doing that no more yeah 2021 go to therapy find a black therapist yes and work through it like i'm a super advocate for therapy i tell people like have you like that's the first date question at this point like have you ever been to therapy before like is there anything you're dealing with internally and are you willing to like work through that because like i like bro I did too much inner work to ever have to feel like somebody about to take me back. If you don't go to therapy, though, I feel like you just have to love to read because there are so many books. I I don't bought. What is it? Uh, And I told you, man, listen, seven, eight days into Mm -hmm. January, I don't bought about 30 books already. I feel I love a good self-help book Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you can go and get a book and you can unpack a lot of your stuff Mm -hmm. I like therapy I love therapy sometimes it don't even have to be about childhood trauma I call my therapist like yeah I just need I just got so much in my brain to have some type of direction and and some people think of it like oh I don't like I don't like the idea of having to go and talk to a stranger about what I'm going through I used to feel like that but I don't even feel comfortable going to some of my friends that I trust with my issues like I rather you can't tell nobody they can't you can't tell them (laughs) I gotta worry about you going to gossip with our other group of friends about what's going on in my life like and you probably can't even really give me solid advice anyway so 
Therapist me, please. Like, it's it's okay for me. I'll be happy on Wednesdays, okay? I'll be like, oh, yes, I'm going to therapy. Now. I already write right into, like, my happen. budget. Like, all right, let me put this aside because. Yes, like, instead of just. My therapist had a baby. Stuff, like, I, I felt, oh, yeah. I was sad. That's like, tough. what? Don't have no more kids. I know your husband might want them and everything, but I need you. Yeah. I was sad. <laughs> like, I'm like, I've been trying yeah. to read my way through this. I need you. And that's the thing, like, pe- and then people just project or they cope differently, you know? So it's like, y'all doing all of these things to cover up how you really feel. You either drinking too much or you you taking pills or you partying or you having sex. Like, all of these different things are just like a bandage. You band- got to get to the root of over- it. Right, you got to get to the root of Deal it. Deal with it, own it, address it, because yeah. it's just, it just get out of control and it's always something else that's just like, disguising it it's gonna show up like I always tell people you can only hide who you are for so long the real you gonna show up Mm -hmm. and if you don't deal with that you just gonna be ugly Mm -hmm. you gotta sit in your truth that's one of the hardest things to do though you know just being able to look at those not so pretty parts of yourself and but it's okay like we all got stuff you know we all have things that we have to unpack. And I mean, the the main, one of the main reasons why I even started this podcast is because I feel like this is something I do anyways on a daily basis. I'm constantly mm-hmm. like ministering to people or like, you know, being a mentor or giving people advice. And it's like, I know that the things that I've been through and like my journey of like self-healing and self-discovery and learning who I am, like... I really be feeling like that can help somebody because a lot of people don't even want to talk about I feel like that's those our type purpose. of things. Like yeah. everybody, like we're here to form relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. And what I go through will help somebody else that's mm-hmm. going through the same thing yeah. or something similar. And like, I feel like your life is just a big testimony. You have to share that with other people. And not only do it release it from you, but it's going to help them. Like somebody is going to listen to this podcast. It, um, even if it's one person, it's going to help somebody. And somebody is going to go get this book <laughs> and they're yes. going to write this down and be like, you know, what? I'm going to start telling people no. I'm going to start. It's going to help somebody. And that's I feel like that's that's our purpose, like. To help other people be the best person that they can be and so on and so forth. Yeah, I definitely agree. Well, this was great. I really appreciate you coming on. So, like, I'm just trying to think, like, I feel like we covered a lot of different stuff. But overall, I feel like the what's like, what do you what do you how do you what do you feel is like one of the biggest things that you want to want them to take from? Um, I just feel like you should. Be okay with setting your boundaries and understand that creating boundaries don't make you selfish. Creating boundaries don't mean that if it hurts somebody else's feelings doesn't mean that you should change your boundary or what you set. People are going to love you and respect you. Like if people really, really love you, they're going to respect you know, your rules, they're going to respect your opinions, you being separate from them. And when they don't respect it, they're just telling you that, you know, 
I only love you when you comply with me. And if you're not complying, then I don't really got nothing for that. Those people don't need to be in your life. Let them go. Be okay. Take care of yourself first. Give what you can give. Whatever you can't, keep it. And be happy. Like, you have to find your inner peace, your inner happiness, and live. Like, don't let nobody else tell you. To anybody else, like, and they don't have to be so serious. Like, I know this was this probably was like a serious conversation, but like, even for people who you know you just trying to figure out the whole boundary thing, like, again, just go back to how things make you feel. Start paying attention to how you feel. You know, and after certain people. conversations, after certain interactions with people, like, and when you just start feeling like you drained and you tired or you stressed out. Like, sit down and, like, look at your life and be like, okay, what's going on in my life? And if you can't even find something that's like, dang, I don't really even got nothing to be stressed about, it's probably because you're overextending yourself or you've poured out too much and it's some boundaries that need to be in place in your life. So it really goes back to, like, to how you feel, how you feel on a daily basis. Like, like I said, if you feeling drained or pay attention to how your conversations go, if you feel drained after a conversation and you feel like a little stressed after talking to somebody or somebody venting to you, then that might mean that you need to take a couple of days away from, you know, listening to those conversations. And like the last thing that I feel like people don't understand is consequences. Like you will stress yourself out trying to save people from natural consequences. Let them go through that and experience that you can't if you rescue somebody you will end up miserable trying to always save them from oh i need to borrow some money because i'm about to get evicted you about to get evicted you probably need to get evicted if you gonna keep on going and spending up your money you know what i'm saying like you will stress yourself out you cannot get let people suffer the natural consequence and i promise you they're going to learn from it. If you go back and think about everything you've been through, you probably learn from something that really messed you up. Let them suffer that that's a boundary. Like, mm, I'm not going to help you with that. I'm going to put this little line there because you need to feel that. Yeah, that's good. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, girl. I'm You're excited. Welcome. This was great. Um, I hope that, you know, like you said, even if it's just one listener, like it's something that, you know, people can take from this. Like, I feel like the topics that I chose this season is like, I kind of went deep this time, (laughs) but that's who I am. You know, like I, I'm all about like making people better, you know, like making people understand who they are. And that is things that you can do to, you know, that you can implement in your life to, to improve your quality of life. So, um, thank you again for coming in. Like, shout out, like, let them know where they can follow you and your blog. And- so, my Instagram is Dear Daisha, D E A R D E S H A underscore. And my blog is deardaisha.com. And I will share more tips about boundaries when you okay. release this. In. Perfect, perfect. Well, I just want to say thank you to everybody who tuned in as always. Yay, thank um, you. Thank you. Uh, let me know if you have any feedback, if there's anything you would like to talk about. If you have more questions about this topic, um, definitely let me know. I'm always open to chat. So um, thanks again. Until next time, stay blessed. Keep up your